재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 We are back with our economic focus. We're talking about the economic effects of this temporary holiday granted by the government last week. Uh, we talked about perhaps some of the uh, skepticism as to whether uh, this will have any long-term benefits. And we'll talk about uh, some of that in more detail in this part of the program, as well as perhaps some policy prescriptions to actually give the economy a boost, uh, whether short, mid, or long-term. Give us your thoughts. Text us at pound. 1013 for 51 or send us Kakao Talk message by adding TBS EFM as a plus friend. Once again, joining us here in the studio, we have Professor Yang Jun-suk and Professor Kim Yong-jin. Professor Kim, now the question also, I think was uh, raised by Professor Yang, which we'll again get into more details on, but the fact that this was relatively short notice, and if you happen to work for, let's say, the city of Seoul here at TBS EFM or one of those big chevals, they probably give you a day off. They say, well, well, the government says that and we're going to be on board. We'll give you. The, but if you're working for, at a, a, a factory in in Kimhae, maybe you don't get that uh, time off it, it, in terms of the workers, but also in terms of the actual beneficiaries, whether it's the department stores or it's the uh, little small mom and pop on the side of the street. Was there really equal benefit all around or was it really more heavily tilted toward the big guys? Right. So especially given the late notice uh, and humming and hawing about the final decision, uh, you know, what ended up happening is if you if you worked in a factory where, you know, it's difficult to turn turn off the factory and stop production, or if you worked in a job that didn't have a lot of job security and you really needed that income. And, and finally, if you worked in a job that didn't give a lot of high income, so you, you, again, you really need to go to work, you didn't take that holiday. So, there, you, know, if you, you know, a lot of those kinds of jobs characterize uh, small and medium-sized enter- enterprises, uh, whereas a lot of the service sector, high-paying jobs with a lot of job security uh, are public sector workers or workers in, in the chebals. So there was, you know, I, I, I don't know the exact statistic, but uh, a kind of unequal distribution of the benefit of the holiday. Hmm. I, I believe, yeah, yeah. And, and going back in general to the effect of the holiday, I think, you know, there are other ways, conventional ways, where, which you could boost consumption. And we've been talking about how the late notice and other uh, details about the policy decision are questionable in terms of its economic impact. But certainly people appreciated the ones who could enjoy it the extra holiday. Sure. Uh, Korea is already a country with not a lot of leisure hours. Uh, so, you know, from a political point of view, it might not have a huge effect on GDP, but politically it's popular. Cause Goodwill, get, I suppose. Yeah, right? exactly. Going back, Professor Young, to the issue of the short notice, um, we talked about it briefly in the past in the lead up to this, but you can't necessarily just go because there were questions now to the government. Ah, what about next year's children? Are you going to do this again? <laughs> you can't schedule this necessarily a year in advance. Say, OK, this day is going to be another temporary holiday because that's problematic in and of itself as well. Right. Well, theoretically, you can. I mean, you could just look at the calendar and see if there's any uh days where it's a uh, working day is sandwiched between two holidays or a holiday and a weekend. But having said that, actually, uh, the one of the problems is that, uh, well, th- this is a type of thing that makes me glad I'm not a lawyer. But when we had this temporary uh, holiday last year, there was a big problem on concerning whether this is a legal holiday or whether this was a limited holiday for government officials and some uh, large companies uh, because, uh, well, some people are going to have to work anyway. 
those factories cannot be uh, uh, shut down. Uh, there are some uh, paperwork that has to be done before a certain date. So some people are going to uh, work, but if it's a legal holiday, then they get paid overtime. If it's not a legal holiday, if it's just a, a holiday that's uh, supposedly for government workers and some large companies, then they only get paid a regular day's wage. In fact, that's uh, when we have, have these labor disputes, one of the things that they fight about is the number of holidays. And the reason is not necessarily because of the days that they have, number of days that they have off, but how many days they can get overtime for. Right. So uh, the question uh, for that, to my recollection, hasn't been worked out yet. So a lot of SME uh, owners were really angry that uh, the government hasn't provided a guideline, and apparently it's creating some friction between workers and uh, bosses, where the bosses say this is not a, a legal uh, nationwide holiday. It's only for gov- legally, it's only for government workers and some large companies, so they don't have to pay them overtime, whereas the workers have other ideas. Right, and that again, maybe not thought through. Again, with the idea of this being a last-minute decision, Professor Kim, and you talked about how you can't shut down a factory because they still have to keep making those widgets. Uh, But when we did have the idea of uh, a whether it's a service sector job or a or a manufacturing sector job, and there were workers who took the time off, um, the idea that uh, you have people who liaise with people from overseas with outbound shipments or uh, even shippers themselves, and the idea that Korea already from OECD standards is not a very productive nation per capita, was this sort of an adverse effect on that? On, on productivity? Yeah. Right. So, you know, if you take it to the extreme, you, you have every day is a holiday, no one's working, so GDP would be driven to zero. So decreasing the number of days worked would, would you think, have a negative effect on GDP. Um, so the logic, I guess, of the government is that um, do you see the current situation as, as a slack in, in, in productivity, the uh, capacity of the economy to produce, or uh, a slack in demand? And the, I guess their assessment was it's a slack in demand. So even if we reduce the the potential productivity, uh, if we raise demand, overall there's a positive effect on on GDP. But again, as Professor Yang said, um, that one-day decision um, is going to have a a limited effect on overall GDP. And, uh, you know, you could uh, justify it in terms of giving it, you know, a, a gift to uh, the workers of Korea, uh, in, in that they get but an not extra all holiday. Of them, not all, not, not all of them, uh, exactly. Um, but uh, you know, the fact that it was a late decision, and also the fact that it was a temporary holiday. So we don't know if you're going to get something like that next year. You can guess, but there, you know, it doesn't cl- create a, a clear environment to make plans in the future. Um, you know, I prefer it if moving ahead, we make. Uh, a horizon of permanent holidays mm. so that people can um, can uh, plan ahead. I mean, even if the intention is to raise consumption, if they had announced it two months ago, then people could have had the time yeah. to make plans to uh, carry out larger consumption uh, purchases um, than the one... Than I'm not trying to be too Machiavellian, but yeah. is it possible that the government also somehow... We're concerned because we're seeing more of a trend now, especially with the younger people, that if they see that four-day holiday marked on the calendar months ahead, they're going overseas. They're going to go out to Southeast Asia or whatever, and they're going to spend that consumer demand dollar in another place that won't necessarily boost the local economy. Is that also maybe a slight that's, factor? That's also a, a, a slight factor. Um, 
I, I, I also think that, you know, you know, they, they delayed that decision because they, they had contrasting opinions about whether it's a good idea or not from the SMEs versus, versus the right. uh, other types of workers. But, uh, but you also have to remember that people who want to go overseas using that time has already taken their day off. Uh, for that particular day. so They just happen to now right. get paid for it, I guess, that or day. Or rather, right? uh, they get an extra day they to have, use elsewhere. Again, yeah. uh, so it probably doesn't didn't impact that much. In fact, uh, if you wanted to use this for uh, going uh, to a trip abroad, this was the worst way of doing it because, uh, well, uh, there were no tickets left. <laughs> uh, the only tickets that you left were astronomically uh, expensive because you were making uh, – the, uh, you were buying the ticket less than a week before the actual day that you had to leave. So uh, are we being so Machiavellian? Well, maybe. But the effect – if they were really being that Machiavellian, then they were being fairly dumb about it because people who were going abroad <laughs> were already anyway. bought the tickets and already got the day off. But c- certainly, I mean, they made entry into the palaces and uh, toll roads. Uh, you know, they, they got rid right. of the fees on that. So I, I think they did have that in mind. Right. They wanted the people to stay in Korea and And that's another cost-benefit analysis of we're not going to get that government yeah. revenue from the tolls yeah. Yeah. and, and, exactly. the, and yeah. the palace <laughs> exactly. uh, entrance fees. Uh, is this weekend in the long run scheme of things a turning point or is it a blip on the radar? Uh, the, I think what the consensus I'm getting from both of you is that really there are just so many other major factors, both home and abroad, these headwinds against the economy that uh, this supposed boost in consumption at the end of the day really won't matter too much. I guess Professor Kim first and then Professor Yeah, Yang. I mean, I liken it to, uh, you know, have, going on a night out and drowning your sorrows and waking up the next morning and, you know, the problems are still there. And the problems are, you know, like I said, the rising household debt relative to household income and then the shrinking uh, export exports uh, uh, of Korea. And they're still here and actually getting mildly worse. So um, I don't think, it, you know, uh, it's going to get rid of the consumption uh, story, you know, in a, in a mm. positive way uh, in the near future. And I think it does create a really bad precedent. Uh, whenever we see this type of single uh, working day in between two uh, days of rest, people are going to naturally begin to start expecting that day to be a holiday. And in that sense, in the, uh, once that expect, uh, expectation is set in, I think this is a lose-lose scenario for the government. If they don't grant it a holiday, then they'll get a big political sh- negative shock out of it. But if they start granting all these uh, holidays in those cases, uh, then you're going to hear a lot of complaints from the factory owners and the bosses uh, saying, how can we work this way? But it seemed like you're saying at least they had the right idea or they were moving in the right direction though, right? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think the way that they did it well is in case of automobiles. Uh, now, we have uh, at the first quarter of this year, the exports for automobiles fell uh, significantly. So that was bad news. But because they've uh, uh, lowered or eliminated temporarily the individual consumption tax, the domestic uh, sales of automobiles went up. Now, in total, that wasn't enough to offset the uh, production. The volume of production still fell, but it uh, sort of mitigated part of it. So I think that was a very – I think that's the right idea. Uh, 
if the uh, foreign demand has a big negative shock, then you try to use domestic measures to increase domestic production so that domestic sales so that you can at least mitigate some, most of the, a lot of that negative effect. Now, going back to what we were talking about, uh, whether it's the factory owners and the workers who are not getting the time off or the issue of overtime or the idea that if it's too last minute and uh, you are dependent on the job, you're not going to get the time off. There is a bill pending in the National Assembly that proposes to make these temporary holidays mandatory for all workers. I mean, we can ask whether you're in favor of this. I'm not even sure how feasible this is or how enforceable this would be uh, at the end of the day, because a lot of these other sort of worker uh, rights type of situations, obviously under the table, some, the reality sometimes is different. But is there a concern for you with that, not just as as to the actual principle of that proposed bill, but also the idea of productivity and, and, and the hit that it would take if that necessarily was actually universally enforced successfully? So um, I don't like the temporary aspect of it because, you know, that creates a lot of uncertainty and about whether it will continue in the near future. And then also it leaves open last-minute decisions like happened this year. But uh, assuming that we're not forever going to be in a recession kind of setting, uh, in the long term I'm in favor of more holidays in Korea simply because Korea is – uh, you know, Korean workers have the highest number of hours worked, uh, one of the highest number of hours worked uh, in the OECD. And uh, we have a culture where people, you know, stay stay at, in the office late. And so that's a culture that's very difficult to break up. So uh, on the other hand, if you have a, a permanent holiday, then people do tend to take those holidays. So, you know, just the back of the envelope calculation – um, just to get to the average number of hours worked per per worker in the OECD, we'd have to um, cut our hours worked uh, by 17 percent. How do we address then the issues of low productivity compared to other OECD countries per capita? Those are addressed, you know, fr- from uh, uh, using other policies like, you know, uh, dealing with the structural problems of the Korean economy. Um, and, you know, I don't think... Uh, you know, a policy on, on on temporary holidays is the first thing you would be looking at to improve productivity. You'd be looking at how to um, deal with a structural problem, household debt, pension reform, you know, chairball reform, all these things that um, you should always be talking about uh, if you're thinking about long-term productivity growth of, of the Korean economy. But also, uh, one of the measures of uh, productivity, labor productivity, is measured by uh, uh, the uh, amount produced divided by numbers of hours worked. And the problem is if you have a lot of empty hours, that is, let's say that you're at work, uh, but in the morning you don't do anything because your bosses don't give you anything to do, but you're still getting paid for those hours. So, uh, and then right around the time that you're supposed to leave for home around five o'clock, a lot of projects come in and the bosses say that you have to finish this by tomorrow. So you pile up a lot of overtime. Well, that's overtime that's frankly not necessary if you can, if the managers can time themselves better. And I've, uh, I've heard a lot of really horror stories about how some of these, uh, work is allocated, uh, time wise. So that's something that I think can change where you can reduce the uh, working hours by quite significantly without reducing output, and that would uh, raise labor productivity. Uh, having said that, I'm going to disagree with Professor Kim just a little bit. Uh, I'm not sure if uh, more holidays are necessary. We had the same uh, problem uh, last year and the year before about 
how many holidays there are in Korea. And uh, at least according to the uh, bosses, the managers, the number of legal holidays, the legal days off in Korea is compatible to Europe. And it's more than United States. It's more than Japan. Uh, the problem is, even though it's a legal holiday, you don't really get to rest because sometimes they uh, give you uh, projects that has to be uh, finished by a certain date or they expect you to show up for work even though it's a holiday. I, a lot of my students who go into uh, uh, new jobs, they have to work on Saturday and Sunday even though it's supposedly a holiday. So it's that kind of discipline that needs to be changed, I think, before we start giving more uh, holidays because it's, otherwise it's just going to be an empty law. But that's a cultural change, whether it's the dead hours reading a newspaper for five hours in the morning and then getting a last-minute project at 5 p.m. or having mm-hmm. a young, new, fresh college recruit coming in and having to work Saturdays and Sundays even though that's all basically under-the-table stuff. Yeah, you, that's, that's, you've got to have a pretty major cultural shift or societal Ultimately, change. it's cultural, but if you want to get uh, – uh, ultimately, it is cultural, but if you want to change the culture around, you have to give it at least some kind of an incentive. And at least the most obvious incentive in this case is penalties. All right. Um, you want, do you have any uh, rebuttal? or No, I mean, uh, I, I agree with everything Professor Yang says. You know, in a world where you're having difficulty getting Korean workers to uh, take more leisure time, how are you going to try to get them to go home at 6 p.m.? We tried that. It fails, in, as in the example Professor Yang said. So... Um, you know, if you if you find success in giving holidays, and Professor Yang says not always, uh, then I'm just saying that you know you should follow that route in the long term. If currently you think the Korea Korea's uh, uh, GDP is below potential and uh, you should be encouraging consumption, then you know maybe right now is not the best time to increase the number of holidays by by ten days because that's going to have a significant uh, impact on uh, people's people's incomes and also mm-hmm. the number of days worked will affect you know the pro- production of of the workers. All right. Okay, so bottom line then, Professor Yang, what is a potential solution here? If you've got the household debt issue, then the consumers, you want them to spend more. That seems like that's in conflict with each other. You want to boost exports, but you're seeing the global environment's not really conducive to that. You want to maybe be a little less reliant on exports, but that's very difficult to achieve. What what can they do aside from all those labor reforms that the president really wants? Okay, well, I cannot answer that in a minute and a half. Okay. Uh, but what I will say about today's topic is that one thing I think we should really consider seriously is doing what United States does, move most of the holidays to Monday. What that will give us is a bunch of long holidays. So you're more likely to uh, – your bosses are more likely to yeah. keep your uh, you hands off you if it's a long your holiday. Your bosses will take. Yeah. If it's a just one-day holiday, then they may ask you to come in. But if it's a three-day holiday, then that reduces the chance of them asking you to come in. And if you – even if you maintain the same number of holidays, if you change it from the middle of the week to Monday, then you get more three-day weekends. And that may induce you to take more trips or uh, go shopping more often. So that's something I think we should really consider. Yeah, I mean that's – an excellent point, especially when you talk about things like, let's say, for example, Thanksgiving, where it's always the uh, fourth Thursday of the month of November. 
I know there's thousands of years of lunar calendar and and Chinese uh, societal traditions where it's hard to just kind of just say, okay, rip up the lunar calendar and set it exactly at Thursday, Friday of of that year. But it's an interesting uh, discussion. And as you say, uh, there are some tweaks that can be made. Uh, both uh, within the economy and perhaps in the way that uh, the entire uh, country thinks about these things. We are out of time, but I want to thank both of our panelists for joining us uh, for this economic focus. Professor Yang Jun-Suk, thank you always. And Professor Kim, uh, for the first time, and uh, you did a really great job. Hope to have you again here soon. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you.